What is it with you yanks and your barbecues? Try haggis. Sheep's heart, liver and lungs packed into the sheep's stomach and then boiled. Delicious. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, producer T-Bone, of course, is here. And our in-house barbecue expert, my co-host, we've moved him back up to doctor status. <laughs> it's Dan Doc Hathaway. Now, coming up on the so show... Wait a minute, the board reinstated his license? <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. Here's the deal. It was one of those closed doors meetings where <laughs> nobody on the public had a vote in it. And... Uh, <laughs> They were back there smoking cigars, going, "Wow, what do you think?" And then, yeah, he was he was moved back up. I voted against it. Didn't do of any good. Of course, you did. <laughs> didn't do any good at all. I wanted to bring him back down to candy striper, but that didn't happen. So we have a wonderful guest coming up. Uh, he's from Texas, and his name's Craig Sherry. And you, I'm I'm telling you the website now. I'm going to say it a lot. This is one of the better websites you'll ever see for a barbecue and it's texaspepperjelly.com i got that right right dan that's it yeah and yeah. it is a killer website so look it up now so when we start talking to him you can kind of follow along but it's texaspepperjelly.com even if you don't buy anything you want to check out this it's, website it's it's really nice he recently we redid that website it's it's pretty solid he's got some killer products yeah, on his there pro- so his products are so crazy because they he does some things that, that a lot of people probably have never heard of when it comes right. to like the rib glazes and that sort of thing. And man, every single, everything he does is just is spot on. Can't wait to talk to him. And, um, and then we've got a surprise fourth segment topic that I'm going to hold off until the, what is it? I, that, 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 do you not understand the word surprise? <laughs> Something tells me he went to a, his own surprise birthday party and go, I knew it was going to happen. Wow. You really threw him there. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> Well, I said it would be a surprise, and he did throw me because I wasn't expecting somebody to go, what is it, Dave? <laughs> um, but, okay, so here's the deal. So uh, last week, I, I I have to tell you, a buddy of mine, he, he, well, I'll say his name, give him a free plug, Elliot Three, my comedian buddy, and he used to own a vitamin store, and I have been a vitamin supplement junkie forever. Okay. So, I was out of a certain product and I was calling, we were just chatting in general. And I said, Oh man, he goes, well, go to that vitamin store that you and I've been to before. It's a good store. And I go, it is pretty good. They get good selection, decent prices. And it just so happens it's housed in the same building as a barbecue restaurant. Okay. Coincidence. I mean, you know, I mean, is it my fault that I drove by 30 CVSs and Walgreens on the way to this one particular <laughs> vitamin store that happens to be attached to a barbecue store. Uh, T-Bone's eaten there before. and uh, I know the place. You know the place. So I, I go in, I get my, well, no, first of all, I, I pull up and I walk in because I'm going to order it first and then go over to the, vi- and I walk in and, and we just did a segment about 
barbecue resolution or, or being healthy for the new year, you right, know, and, right, and yeah. eating turkey, a little turkey and chicken more than some beef, you know, cutting a little back, but still having barbecue. Right. So you resolved to eat more barbecue. <laughs> I, so I remember that. Is this the is this that day eleven phenomenon called Quitters Day where you just gave up and? <sighs> no, no, no. I think this is actually going to be his resolution oh, okay. in action. So, so, so I walk into the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like dealing with two psychologists at once. So I walk in there, all ready to order like some turkey mm-hmm. or some chicken and you know healthy sides. Oh, uh, we know how this ends. And I, you know, you, you get that whiff of brisket mm-hmm. when you walk into a barbecue joint. Yep. And I just went, oh, yep. yeah. Take yeah. all of my money. So what? <laughs> what's the brisket? Oh, what are the side? Oh, yeah. So anyway, but I did get my vitamins. That's good. And, I mean, a, you offset the, the brisket with the vitamins. Now, here's the funny part about the brisket. So I take it home. It, it, it was really well. Uh, I don't want to say well done. It's not well done, but very well prepared. Yeah. And uh, sides were great. Everything was really good. And but here's the thing. So you know, sometimes it's all sliced out there. You get the meal, and I'm using a knife and fork because I I'm you know I'm, it's okay. I, Civilized. I, I live in the suburbs, so I'm what? Ha- people that don't live in the suburbs don't use utensils. Mm, I don't think they know how. So <laughs> so I'm I'm cutting it, you know, and having it and enjoying it and everything. So later I'm sitting there and, and I'm watching TV, and I could smell the brisket on my fingers. And I don't know how it got there because I never actually touched the meat, but it was the most, like I didn't, I know we're supposed to wash our hands a lot right now, but I didn't want to wash my hands. I just kept smelling <laughs> my fingers because oh, it smelled so as, good. As you were driving home and people no, were no, looking I was, at you. I was, I was home. I should have. Oh, you were already I was home. home. I should have closed the curtains because the neighbors were staring. Um, but I, yeah, I just walked around the house smelling my fingers and. Uh, uh, this just got really weird for me. Uh, this. <laughs> This may be our last show. But I was smelling brisket. There was nothing disgusting about it, okay? When you eat ribs and you get ribs all over your hands. Don't... Oh, no, because I eat my ribs with a fork and a knife. Oh, you do not. <laughs> he, he does, he's a farm boy. He doesn't eat coleslaw with a fork. All right, he, he just tips the bowl and like drinks it like soup or something like that. Oh, it's, okay. it's okay, Dave. All we've, right. We've all been there. Anyway. But now, wait a minute. Yeah. You had not eaten there before, right? No, actually, this doesn't count as my once a month brand new oh, restaurant. Oh, okay. So you have been there before. Yeah, I've been there before a couple of times. So I got to, but it was just, I mean, as soon as he said, go there, I mean, I was literally completely on the other side of town. I mean, I was 30 minutes away. Like I said, I passed a lot of CVSs and, and Walgreens and everything else that sells vitamins <laughs> to go to this one vitamin store attached to a barbecue joint. Well, I think that's just... That's just being smart, and you're you're calculating where you're going. At it all was times. so good. I love brisket. That's a very tough corner for me because my favorite Mexican food place, yeah. is right I've, in that. I've eaten there lot too. too. I've yeah. eaten there too, and they're excellent. Oh man, they're always crowded though. Yeah, they you are. You know, because they're really good. But but the 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 brisket, I got that in a timely fashion, and it was I I just love brisket. Okay, so it is now time for our Ask Doctor Dan, our barbecue fix it man, sponsored by our January barbecue sauce of the month, which is called Smoke this Kansas City style barbecue sauce. It's a versatile smoky flavors makes this barbecue sauce great on all kinds of meat like chicken, pork, beef and it's a Kansas City style. It's kind of thick in texture. Make it great to use as grilling, basting and smoking sauce. Smoke this Kansas City barbecue sauce. All right, T-Bone, what do you got for our Ask Dr. Dan? Dear Dr. Dan, 
Oh, apparently they got the reinstatement notice. <laughs> Dear Dr. Dan. <laughs> who's it from? We'll get to that. <laughs> got myself a new pellet cooker for Christmas. Yay! Nice. Is there any variance in temperatures with different kinds of pellets? Ooh. And that's from Glinda in well, Utah. Utah is the home of Traeger, so that's a good pellet pellet oh, question. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, when it comes to pellets, uh, if, you, if you're using a, a Traeger pellet or maybe Barbecuer's Delight pellet, they're all going to be oak-based, and that's where you get your, your heat from. And then they flavor it with the other different kinds of flavored oh, okay. wood. So, you know, that, that's the thing is just making sure that if you're using a blend pellet, that it's a hardwood blend and uh, you'll get you'll get pretty consistent temperatures out of it, even in the cold weather. But if you move into like a 100% fruit wood pellet, they're not, they don't burn quite as hot as a, as a hardwood does. So you're going to see your temperatures, you know, you're going to lose some temperature with it as well as uh, your pellet consumption is going to go up because you're going to use more pellets to maintain the temperature. So You'll see a little bit of difference, but just stick to the hardwood pellets and you'll be just fine. Okay, so here's a question. Yeah. If it's if it's a harder pellet, does it burn slower and longer than a softer one? Well, I, which think, would burn I, higher I think when you quicker. say harder pellet, I, I think uh, there's Density. a misunderstanding there. It, it, it's a hardwood, so oak, hickory, okay. alder, that sort of thing. That's where you're going to get the BTUs that you need to maintain temperature. Now, when it comes to pellets, they have a pretty tight uh, variance as far as moisture goes to get that smoke out of it. So all of the pellets, as long as they haven't been sitting around in a warehouse for forever drying out, you should see a little, they should have a little bit of moisture in them so that they, uh, they, you get the smoke out of them. Very nice. Well, yep. thank you very much, Dr. Dan. And thank you, Glenda. Uh, we're going to send you some smoke this, the Kansas City style barbecue sauce, which you can purchase at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. That's the Kansas City BBQ store.com. And, of course, you can ask us on Facebook. Just like us at BBQ Radio Nation. Coming up next, we got Craig Sherry out of Houston, Texas, right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Need some sizzle in your life? Turn us on, fire us up, and don't look back. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Andy need the attention. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway. And we've got with us today Craig Sherry. He's out of Houston, Texas. And I mentioned this website earlier. You got to go check it out. It's texaspepperjelly.com. That's texaspepperjelly.com. And uh, just some great stuff on this website. Craig Sherry, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, how are things down in Houston? Cold. We're I, not used to all this nasty weather. I've heard that Texas has gotten some snow here lately. 
I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Midwest, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I blame this on y'all. Y'all are trying to pay us back for something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that would be. <laughs> there are so, so many things. <laughs> so many things. Hey, Craig, I love Texas. I get down there every once in a while, and and uh, and again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say your website a lot because it's just a great website, TexasPepperJelly.com. And one of the things about our show is we're trying to help everybody out, whether somebody's brand new or intermediate or the advanced barbecuer. And of course, a lot of people for the holidays and Christmas got themselves a new smoker or new grill. And I know you teach classes, and you you teach them actually. You can go to your website and purchase the classes online, right? Correct. Perfect. Well, if you don't mind, can we get a little free sample of something you might share in one of your classes for our listeners? Any particular meat or just something oh. in general? Anybody? T-Bone? Dan? What about brisket? You know, he, he is a Texas guy, so. Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it starts with meat selection, guys. I would encourage any of your listeners out there, whether they're, they're professional or backyard, it really doesn't matter. Pay attention to what you're buying. Yes, there's a lot of cheap meat out there. At the end of the day, your results will taste like cheap meat. <laughs> Spend a little extra. Go to your local barbecue stores. Get some good seasonings. Usually anybody there can recommend something to you that's going to taste really great. It doesn't have to be mine or anybody else's. Uh, and practice. Just, just continually work at your game because that's how we all get to where we are at or where we have been is when we cook continuously and we work at it. Don't be afraid. That's probably the biggest thing I could tell any of you is don't be afraid. It's just a piece of meat. It's bigger than most, <laughs> but you know, if you've got some time on your hands and a little patience, it's an easy, easy piece of meat to master in my opinion. So with the with the barbecue champs academy uh, videos that you're doing, are you doing multiple different meats when it comes to the uh, the different classes, or are you kind of lumping them all into one? Well, the way they've set that up is you you purchase what you want. You can purchase a meat like chicken or ribs if you would prefer, or you could go for the all access, which would give you all four meats, which is brisket, chicken, ribs, and pork butt. We approach it from uh, a competition point of view, but we've also tried to scale it down to make it advantageous for everybody, and it's been broken down into segments. So don't don't hold me to this, but like brisket could be a total of eight or nine episodes that you don't have to watch all in one setting. And once you purchase it, you can go back and watch it as many times as you like whenever you like, and that's the beautiful part about it. You miss something or you're not sure you can go back and watch it again. It is yours to view whenever you want to. That's a great way because, you know, maybe they watch your video and then they try it, but they're like, well, that didn't come. And then they go back and rewatch and go, oh, well. I well, that's what I left out. <laughs> I, 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 forget, well, you know, I forgot the rub. <laughs> exactly. The, the other good thing about the Barbecue Champs Academy is we right now currently on there, I think there's 19 or 20 what we call just backyard recipes. You want to learn how to cook lamb or you want to do some duck or you want to just do a pot of beans. You can purchase those episodes individually or all together for as little as four or five bucks an episode. Oh, wow. So, you know, this would be a great way to, to not just try to, to conquer the, the big meats that we cook. Uh, that is kind of funny to me calling a chicken, a big meat, but, 
um, you can look on there and, and there's a, a deal on there how to fry ribs. I mean, where else can you go and get that kind of recipe and watch it over and over and over for that kind of price? So um, if you if you would, Craig, let's back up a little bit. You know, you were talking about, let's say somebody's got, you know, starting out doing doing a brisket and let's say they got a family of four. About how big of a brisket would you suggest? Huh. Well, you're asking the wrong guy that <laughs> I figured the better. Yeah. yeah I'm, Bring I'm on the leftovers. <laughs> yeah. I, let's, hey, you know what? They make these things called vacuum sealers. You can't cook too much meat. <laughs> Cook it all and freeze the rest of it for later. You know, I would say for a family of four, very easily, a good 10 to 12 pound brisket, because you're going to have some shrinkage. You're going to have somewhere around 30%, maybe a little more uh, loss on that. And you can get it down and, and feed a, still feed a family of four with that. I took a, I actually took about a 12 pound brisket to a family gathering uh, on Thanksgiving. And yes, we were supposed to keep it to 10. So I'm going to tell y'all we kept, we did, we kept it to 10. <laughs> so I don't get in trouble. Uh, there was plenty of food for everybody. Of course we had other, other selections as well, but there was plenty of brisket to go around. So Craig, you're being down there in Houston, Texas, and we're here in the Midwest. And of course we hear a lot about Texas barbecue. And, and to be honest with you, we do not make it a competition. We love all barbecue, <laughs> but how do you kind of, is there a way to kind of define Texas barbecue? Yeah. And I really don't want to hurt anybody's feelings when I say <laughs> oh, that. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> it's really defined quite simply. It's, it's, it's the best barbecue on the planet. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah. At least you're humble you knew, you knew about that, it. <laughs> yeah, you knew that was coming. No, um, I would say that that while while let's let's just compare Kansas City for a quick second. Uh, the Kansas City type barbecue uh, is famous for its sauce or sauces or variety of sauces. And while we used a lot of sauce, I'm not going to tell you we don't. Texas predominantly starts with no sauce and is finished with no sauce in a lot of cases. Uh, it is not uncommon at all for even the, the restaurants around here to offer the sauce on the side rather than ladled on the meat. And I, I think that does help us still stand apart. Uh, I'm all for a good sauce, but I'm also for a good brisket and no sauce at all. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm good with the sauce on the side. I'm, I'm perfectly I, I fine with only, that. Personally, I only want the sauce on the right, side. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, well, that's I, good. I like, to, good. I like to taste the meat first. And then, to be honest with you, if it's a tough cut and not flavorful, well, it's going to get a lot more sauce. There you go. But, right, but right. I do like, I mean, I grew up using barbecue sauce. So, um, But if it's a good meal, I was talking about this this restaurant I went to last week and had some brisket. It was delicious. But I drizzled some sauce on. Again, maybe it's a Midwest thing, but yeah. I, I did like it. Um, are, there, are there particular meats down in Texas that you guys maybe prepare? And, and by the way, if, if you can do it in one minute, uh, that you guys prepare more than maybe we do here in the midwest no i don't think so um you know across the country i think everything's pretty standard you got your your pork and your brisket uh chickens just everywhere and everybody has their own way of doing it so i wouldn't say that there's a lot different matter of fact i might even go so far to say is a tri-tip in the midwest is that pretty popular yeah i mean not not so much around here not here yeah it really okay. isn't I know out west that they had a lot of it when yeah. I was in California, but uh, 
it's virtually impossible to find around here. You can if you work at it, but I would say that that's one that we we are lagging behind on. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, we're talking to Craig Sherry. He's got a w- great website. Te- check it out, TexasPepperJelly.com. We're going to come back, and the first thing we're going to talk about is rib candy. That's coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. But no, no, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah, taking away my dignity like that. Ha, ha, ha. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kynes, along with our engineer, Kyle, producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, our barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we're talking to Craig Sherry out of Houston, Texas. I'm going to plug this website. It's such an excellent website. TexasPepperJelly.com. That's TexasPepperJelly.com. Dan, you had a great question for, for Craig. So, you know, we've been selling your products for a long time. And, and one of the things is that the rib candy is such a unique product. Uh, you know, not a lot of backyard guys really know how it would, they can work it into their kind of their barbecue repertoire, if you will. Can you just give us an idea of how you came to, to creating this product and, and did it come from a backyard setting? Well, what it actually came from was a competition setting. We had started with our jellies for our, our competitors and the first problem that the competitors run into was the jelly can be tough. It can be thick. It can be hard to work with. And some cooks were willing to, some were not. And I thought there had to be an easier way. So I came up with this idea for rib candy, but it was more of a jelly concept in a liquid form. This would make it easy to pour, spread, mix, do whatever you want to on any variety of po- uh, products. I labeled it rib candy because I was in the competition scene and that's where I was gearing it. Looking back on it 12 years later, I'm kind of wondering, could I have done something a little bit different that would have made it understandable to everybody immediately? I think guys, I, I think the rib candy but, thing sounds pretty good. I mean, it's unique. It kind of gets people interested. You know, what is rib candy? You know, I mean, that's the thing. Well, it you, it you is a conversation. It. Yeah, yeah, it is absolutely. a conversation starter. Here's the catch. Do not let the words rib limit you for what it is. Because I'm telling you, this stuff is fantastic as a dessert topping. Most people wouldn't think of that. Drizzle any of my flavors over some ice cream, and you've just opened a whole new world of desserts for yourself. You can put it on cakes. You can put it on cookies. uh, You can also put it on vegetables. I have a lot of people who love to drizzle it on vegetables to give it a little sweet or a little heat. I mean, come on. There's just so many ways you can eat broccoli, right? (laughs) Well, Uh, I'm I'm telling you, the apple apple cherry habanero, it's pretty darn good and uh, man i can see it being used on everything you know chicken you know just naked on chicken wings that'd be yeah great wings are great toss it in wings uh i have not found a way not to use this stuff you're you're only limited by your imagination so when you mix it when you when you first started coming up with it you said you, you started with the jellies and you and basically for, for somebody that really doesn't know what we're talking about all the way, it's basically like a thinned out version of a jelly with the same flavor, just with a little bit, uh, the consistency isn't, is more like syrup instead of, instead of just like Correct. jelly itself. So yeah. Correct. So it kind of, it's almost Correct. like a glaze really. Actually, yes. Actually, yes. 
you can you can use it as a glaze as a straight glaze um and you know it says rib candy nothing to me is better than ham it's not a rib but it's still pork <laughs> oh, it man. works great on pork take the pineapple and drizzle it over a pork slice or the whole ham while you're smoking it i mean there's just Again, I can't tell you enough different ways to to use this stuff. You can't go wrong. Well, you know, Craig, I love the idea of taking this rib candy and put it on broccoli <laughs> so that I can go back to my cardiologist when he's giving me a hard time go, hey, I'm eating broccoli like three times See? a day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he just exactly. doesn't have to know I'm putting your rib candy on it to make it delicious. <laughs> there you go. And as long as you don't tell him, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now, so we got, we got your rib candy now on. Also on your website is pepper jelly. Now, what is pepper jelly? Pepper jelly is exactly what it is. We we don't try to fool anybody. It's just the jelly that we have added habanero peppers to. Dan can probably remember back far enough when we first started, we had jalapeno type jellies and mm -hmm. habanero. Over the years, we've narrowed it down to, to habanero only at the, for the time being. And it's because habanero, while it's hot, it, it leaves a clean taste in your mouth. Uh, a jalapeno is more of an acquired taste. It it has a little bit of an aftertaste. And we have found that our customers over the years just prefer the cleaner taste. So we've taken a variety of jellies and we just added peppers to it. Now, I have been chastised for not selling just a habanero jelly. And honestly, I, every time somebody asks me, I just roll my eyes and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just too blooming hot by itself. But you take it and you blend it correctly with something like pineapple or apricot or cherry, and you've got something definitely unique. It, it's just, it's a pleasure to eat. I have people who eat it out of the jar with a spoon, put it with <laughs> peanut butter, make a sandwich out of it. Uh, they put it with their eggs for breakfast. And you put uh, it on broccoli. That's the important thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um the the pineapple, I will tell you this too, the pineapple is our number one seller. Is it pineapple really? From, yes, from day one, pineapple jelly has been our number one <laughs> and never looked back. See, see um, my favorite one's always been the peach. Yeah, and I like the peach. I, I think I, peach is just great on everything. You know, when you put that out last year, that was the first thing I grabbed and, and, and started cooking ribs with it and doing uh, pork butts because, man, the peach is so good. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. Good stuff. I will tell you the most one of the most common uses for the jelly, and if you haven't done it, um, you're either single or you don't listen to your wife. <laughs> take, take the jelly and spoon it over softened cream cheese. Get your favorite crackers as a dip and go to town. Yes. Oh man! Yes, go to town. I need I mean, some snacks. Well, there, there's a, there's a cheese store not far, and and they do a thing where they sell take this stuff and blend it, and that's exactly what you're doing. And I know blending something like that with cream cheese makes it so flavorful. Oh, that yeah. is a great oh, idea, does. and that's a perfect sit around watching football kind of snack. That's absolutely you yeah. know. Oh my! God. Right after your ribs, you know, you got to have that for dessert. <laughs> your cream cheese. <laughs> Hey, listen, we're, we're just down to about three minutes. Uh, you've got another great, you, 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 the labels on your website are so outstanding. Again, texaspepperjelly.com. Tell us about Birdbath. Birdbath, it just uh, was an extension of um, the rib candy. And while I confess this occasionally, um, I always catch a little bit of flack for it, but it's also kind of humorous. Birdbath came along strictly because barbecue cooks complained. Um, 
And Dan, you know what I'm talking about. Some of them are just <laughs> never happy. And so I would tell guys all the time, I don't have a chicken product, but if you take the rib candy and put it on chicken and they would just tune me out. <laughs> so literally, literally one day in kind of a fit, I just made some labels and called it birdbath because I wasn't smart enough to think of anything else and uh, put it on our peach mango that we were using for ribs and instantly overnight sales skyrocketed for that one product. Wait a minute. Is it the so, same product? You just put a different label on it there, Craig? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did. That is a marketing genius right Mark there. Marketing genius. Marketing so genius. I actually removed that from the rib candy lineup. Now try to talk a guy into using birdbath on ribs. I'm back to square one. Oh, that's again. so funny. Oh, man. Hey, listen, we're, we're, we're down to less than two minutes. I want to ask yes, you sir. because, um, and again, go to the website. He's got great sauces, great seasonings, but that's just too plain to talk about when we're talking about all your great stuff. You got ketchup on there. I don't know if I've ever had uh, a barbecue website with ketchup on there. Talk a little bit about your ketchup, but more importantly, well, talk about Craig's habanero. Am, am I saying it right? Habanero ketchup, which I assume is ketchup with a kick to it. It is. It is. And you visited a lot of websites, I'm sure, uh, over the last few years. And when you look at a, a lot of our barbecue websites and and uh, Dan, I think you could attest to a lot of these. That at some point, they all try to get a little bit different product to have something different to sell. We've seen pickles. We've seen um, yep. flavored pretzels. Yep. We've seen, I, I don't know, just tons of stuff that are that's out there. And so while I'm looking at things to do, I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. I, I want to give the customer something else to purchase. Um, the one thing I saw that wasn't anywhere was ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I and haven't seen it the, either. Part of the reason is you can go to any grocery store and buy all the ketchup you want for about a buck fifty. And so it's really hard to, to come out with something that you have to get top dollar for. And I decided to do that with uh, the habanero pepper again. Well, it Put looks it really good. Ketchup. Craig, I hate to cut you off. We really enjoyed it. Check out Craig Sherry's website, TexasPepperJelly.com. Thanks again, Craig, and you're listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I want to again thank Craig Sherry out of Houston, Texas. You want to check out his website, and there's a good reason for it, because as soon as we got done with the interview, Craig's like, hey, I'll give your listeners a discount. Yeah. And we're like, okay. That's awesome. It's awesome. So go to his website, texaspepperjelly.com. That's texaspepperjelly.com. And when you purchase something, there's a place where it'll say, you know, do you have a promo code? And type in all lowercase 
radio 15 because it's going to give you a 15 percent discount that's so, huge yeah that's Ra- awesome radio 15 and again i'm telling you I- i'm bragging about his website but i was really impressed so what, what, what's that products. website again let me jot, jot this down <laughs> <laughs> texas pepper it's definitely one of the cleanest barbecue websites you'll ever see oh it's re- it's it's so well it's done nice. it's so yeah. well done i want to get some of that habanero ketchup yeah i know oh man as soon as i saw that first of all i knew i could not pronounce it correctly but i knew i wanted to taste it so yeah, that'll go on my hot dogs for the big game no you don't put ketchup on hot dogs come on now. if it's oh, yeah. got habanero in it, <laughs> habanero well, on it. okay I, i'm gonna you, side with t-bone you can, get on this one. On, you can get a pass on this one little little okay. onions yeah. that's why i'm saying that because i usually don't okay. ever put ketchup okay. on no my i'm dogs. a mustard guy too but yeah, that, that's okay but, you know it's it's funny because he has such, he has so many great products we didn't get to his rubs or you i know, know and I, and they Man, the, the, if you go to the website, you have to and check sauces, it out. And sauces, he's got sauces. I mean, he's got his, your... Honestly, his barbecue sauce is one of the best-selling sauces we have in the store. It's wow. called Craig's Bar... It's called Craig's, yeah, it's called Craig's. Texas Pepper bar- Barbecue Sauce. It is unbelievably good. Yeah, and you can, and of course, you can check that out at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. So, you know, this little radio show of ours, um, we, you know, we, we started small and we're continuing that way, but <laughs> but we're growing almost weekly and we're so excited because we just got a brand new radio station. It's News Radio 1110 KFAB out of Omaha, Council Bluffs. They also reach Lincoln, Iowa, Northern Kansas, Northern Iowa, and they are the number one radio rated station in Omaha and Council Bluffs. Again, that's News Radio 1110 KFAB. So we want to thank them very much for bringing us on. Yeah, and it, it, it's awesome that they, they brought us on because I was actually at work the other day and I got a phone call. And it was Blaine Hunter from Porky Butts. Oh, and yeah. he was like, hey, man, I heard the show the other day. It was awesome. You know, and, and I was like, oh, yeah, we're on in Omaha now. This is perfect. <laughs> so hopefully we'll, uh, he'll be listening to, uh, to us on the radio every Saturday and, and maybe even get some of his uh, guests up there to take a listen to well, us. Well, you know, and I've done a lot of shows in, in Omaha and Council Bluffs, and I can't wait to get up there and, and eat his barbecue I up can't there. wait either. We need to make a road trip for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we want to thank Scott Voorhees and his staff for bringing us on, and and of course, thank all of our radio station and all of you listeners. We, we you, can, you have no idea how much we appreciate you all being part of Barbecue Radio Nation. So... We're always talking about great products to, to purchase, and when we got our the KansasCityBBQStore.com product spotlight, and I was looking at the website, and I saw this was kind of interesting. I'm thinking, you know, people are going to start, you know, spring is not that far away. It's closer than you think. You know, spring training, not that far away. How many more days till baseball? Uh, it, it's... it's that's a loaded question. I'll bet he knows the answer. <laughs> no, I don't, actually. I well, think it's under 100. I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the pitchers and catchers show up, I think, in mid-February, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Man, I can't wait for baseball. I know. Yeah. Always. And you guys had on the website a 55-gallon gateway drum smoker. Um, there's two of them. There's one at $7.99 and one at $8.99, which can be shipped, by the way. Yeah, we can ship them out. Absolutely. But talk about those smokers. So basically, they're the 55-gallon drum uh, gateway smokers that are like the pit-style smoker. So the difference in price really is the $7.99 is the the matte black, the high-temperature matte bla- or matte finish, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, $8.99 is the, the fancy gloss finish. So oh. if, you, you know, if you don't need to be all hoity-toity, you can just get the matte one. And, I'm in the suburbs. I'm getting the, the high finish. Well, that's fine. It, it'll, it'll, match the, <laughs> uh, it'll match the Mercedes, right? 
<laughs> if you have it in white, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we sell a lot of gateways. I actually, uh, I've taken, I've, I've jumped off the cliff this year and I'm cooking on all gateways in competition. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm, I've got my eyes on a pretty uh, sweet little matte black one I'm going to take home next week and uh, start practicing because I've got a contest coming up in three months. Well, and, and they, they look gorgeous. And of course, some of the things that Craig Sherry, we were just talking to about is what you can practice on these smokers. Absolutely. It's old rib, ribs and rib candy mm-hmm. and some pork and it's old pineapple rib candy and you're good to go. So check it out at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. That's the 55 gallon gateway drum smoker. All right. So this segment, I've been kind of like not telling you guys what it's going to be. Okay. Um, and I don't want people to go, well, this is disappointing because it's not the most exciting topic, but it's the middle of winter. And I think people, you know, you, you rush around, you're cooking and sometimes you forget about it. So this segment is titled fun with food safety. <laughs> okay. No, that, that's I, a, it's a great subject because, you know, just knowing the basics of food safety is important. Well, and I think sometimes you, you just forget. Well, you forget. You know, sometimes you get, get a, a little, little careless. You get a little careless, yeah. you know, maybe forget. And, you know, but if you're, you know, you, if, you're, if you're stuck in a house with five people, you don't want anybody getting sick. No. I mean, that's no. horrible. I've had food poisoning twice food po- it's, that I it's, know of for it's sure. It's the worst. It is horrible. I mean. So let's start out with you go to the store, the yeah. butcher shop, and you buy whatever your meat is. Right. And it's probably not an issue for us in the cold weather temperatures, but let's just say you toss it in your trunk. Well, you know, the, <laughs> the idea is to take it straight home and put it in your refrigerator. That's ideal. Yeah. That's the idea. Right. But let's say, you know, it's summertime, you throw it in there, you kind of forget about it, you get home. I mean, let's talk about temperature wise to begin with, with food safety. Well, you know, when it comes to holding something that's raw, and, you know, like for example, in your trunk, you know, the biggest thing is to make sure that it doesn't stay in that danger zone, which is a hundred, which is 140 degrees to 40 degrees and for more than two hours. Got so it. if it stays in that zone for more than two hours, that's when you can really start to develop bacteria. And it goes also, that, that also goes for, for finished product as well. You don't want to say, take a brisket off the cooker, you know, throw it in a, in a cooler for four or five hours and having it sit at. 110 degrees it'll just it'll it'll spoil mm-hmm. yeah so i it, you just have to there's very small rules that you have to remember you know that danger zone is what they call it from 40 to 140 is really what you want to avoid for for any extended period of time i have to tell you and like i said i've had food poisoning i know twice uh-huh. from a, a hamburger joint in kansas city the same one by the way i, I got food poisoning didn't learn the first time and then a couple <laughs> years later i got it again That's and i fair. still go there every once in a while because their burgers are so good well, but well, there's no price on loyalty I yeah guess. but they <laughs> obviously they weren't practicing the, some of the smart things that you just mentioned and, and i'm sure probably with the food not keeping it cold and so yeah, forth yeah. like that so let's talk a little bit uh, another thing um washing your hands i know of course you know, everybody with, knows to wash their hands COVID, anymore. but Amen. now you definitely always wash your, you, know, you can't wash your hands enough when you you're can't wash your hands food. enough you know you can't you can't you know clean your surfaces enough you know cutting boards you know you bleach your cutting boards when you're done if you've cut raw meat on them don't don't cut vegetables after you've cut raw meat on a board you know just very simple practices and you can avoid yourself a a lot of a lot of grief really well and and i I, from what i understand chicken is one of the biggest things that you got to be careful about you know especially on a cutting board or or well we'll get to this in a second but you know 
put it on a cutting board, you cut up the chicken, you forget, mm -hmm. you don't bleach it, and then you just put some, like you say, vegetables on there or yeah. whatever. It might be shrimp. Maybe you're doing chicken and shrimp. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you might have some cross-contamination. Yeah, yeah, definitely cross-contamination. That's And that's what you're really trying to avoid is is cross-contaminating cross with your cutting board, with your utensils, utensils. you know, with, with anything really. So it's always handy to have some sanitizer on hand. You know, like we all have sanitizer just right, coming out our right. ears now. So, I mean, just keep a, a, a thing of wipes or, or even just some... Uh, some uh, sanitizer by when you're ready to go and just wipe your surfaces down. I guess the rule of thumb is if you're not sure, wash it. Right. Yeah. Why not? Why not? And There's then, nothing worse than, than cooking dirty. Yeah. And then we're running out of time, but let's quickly talk about cooking temperatures for meats. Mostly, I guess the big thing is chicken and pork, right? Yeah, really. You know, with chicken, you want to, you want to get it up to around 165 degrees in the breast just to be on the safe side. Mm -hmm. Um, and and you can fudge a little bit lower. Uh, you know, a little bit of pink running out of out of white meat isn't necessarily meaning that yeah, it's underdone. I don't like that. Personally. But you know, and and if you have people that are that are worried about that, then you take it to one sixty five. You know, one sixty five is really a great temperature for thighs, chicken thighs, dark meat, and that sort of thing. But you know, take your breast to 155, let it carry over. You'll be fine. All right. Thank you so much. So we want to again, thank Craig Sherry from Houston, Texas. Uh, go to his website and you get a discount, texaspepperjelly.com. That's texaspepperjelly.com. And when you get done and you're about to purchase it under the promo code, type in radio 15 lowercase level letters, and you will get a 15% discount again, radio 15. Thanks again to him. Of course, our ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by smoke this Kansas City style barbecue sauce, which you can get at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. Very quickly, who's our guest next week? So, next week we've got lined up Luke Darnell from Old Virginia Smoke. Luke's a, uh, a unbelievably good barbecue cook and he just started a new podcast so we might have talked to him a little bit about that and uh it'll be fun to talk to him thank you dan and thank you for tuning in we'll see you next week on barbecue radio nation happy barbecuing love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667